All right, welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. This is Russell Dowden, your publisher for the Texas Hemp Reporter. This is podcast number 12, I believe, this week. Podcast number 12. I'm co-host Jesse Williams. Jesse, introduce yourself. As I said, I am Jesse Williams. I am who I am. I know what I am. I'm a man. And Jesse writes for the Texas Cannabis Collective and does a great job over there. You had an interesting article today on an op-ed piece that you reiterated, um, don't wait for the perfect marijuana bill. It's not happening, so don't hold your breath. Bills aren't perfect, are they? It's like buying a house. You're never going to find that perfect pre-built house. Any real estate agent will tell you, you're not going to find that perfect house. So don't hold your breath waiting for the perfect marijuana bill. So speaking of marijuana bill, you're kind of talking also about the Moore Act that, that went through the House recently. But now it's going to go up for the, for the it's Senate. Going to go, it's going to go to the Senate. If, or, or, or it, it may should, not. It should go to the Senate, but yeah. they can hold off and wait and not send it. The doubt is there that it's not going to pass the Senate. There, there was There's fair criticism of this bill, though. It's, and it comes from both sides. I was kind of surprised that... People that are considered the two most, I guess, libertarian and most conservative. They were very, like, one of them was like, yeah, this is a better step. Like, Amash is like, hey, um, it's better than an infinite tax, having some tax. It's better than having, it's better to have a little regulation than flat out prohibition, which is maximum regulation. Well, joining us on the uh, Texas uh, Hemp Show this week um, we have several guests that are going to be uh, chiming in. Growhouse Media will be calling in shortly, but joining us now on the program is Heather Fazio. Heather yeah, hey, has served. You've got as- Liz and Patrick from Growhouse oh. Media here, actually. <laughs> there we go. Oh, sorry. Hey, that's okay. You know what? We we would love to be mistaken for Heather Fazio any day of the week. <laughs> that's fine. No, no, that's that's okay. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Sorry about that. Thank you. No worries. Glad to be here. <laughs> well, very cool. Our friends from the T- Taste of Texas Hemp Cup joining us here on the program. Liz, Gr- yeah. Liz Grow and Patrick Pope of uh, Grow House Media right here in Central Texas. What's going on, guys? We're looking forward to seeing you guys this weekend for the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup out there in Wimberley. Oh, man, it's exciting times. We have uh, been able to in the midst of this pandemic, put together a COVID safe event to celebrate our Texas hemp farmers. This is the first Texas only hemp cup uh, in history, uh, celebrating the, the the crops that were grown and the farmers who grew them uh, for this first uh, season. Yeah, this is really exciting and something different. I mean, you hear about the cannabis cups they do and the the other states where you know where everybody's you know known for the their 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 marijuana cannabis, but this is a little different. Yeah. This is celebrating something that's unique this year to Texans and to Texas. So why not have the taste of Texas hemp cup? This is cool. Absolutely, thank you so much. Um, just for you know recognizing that you know Russell, we our farmers work just as hard on their hemp as as farmers in California, Oregon, and every other legal state do on their THC plants. So um, we thought that our farmers deserved just as much respect and um, and excitement and community support around what they're doing. So yeah, we with 1937 Apothecary and Sarah Curver, we have organized this event that is happening Saturday. Yeah, this is really really cool, and and I'm excited. I we just got our backdrop thing today picked up from uh, the shop. So all of my 
media stuff that I've been preparing for our booth there with you guys for this weekend has all been kind of coming in together. And and Jesse and I were I was struggling more than Jesse to put this thing together. <laughs> Jesse had that really helped me out. I got to thank him for that. It hits its own feet. Like I have a background in doing engineering work and I'm like, how do you put this nonsense together? <laughs> it's a 10 foot. <laughs> we got a 10 foot wide by eight foot or uh, tall, um, you know, step and repeat banner. So we're going to have that out there with our booth. And we were, we were putting, awesome. putting that together earlier when you, uh, before you guys called here a little bit ago. Oh. We've be- we've become pretty adept at all that stuff too. So if you need any help, we'll be there to help you set up for sure. Yeah, we're very hands on. Well, we're, we're we understand. I guess we're going to come out there and set up around ten in the morning and kind of get things ready around eleven ish, and then uh, I understand the the event starts at noon Saturday. That's right. Yeah. Doors open at noon for attendees, and you know the event goes until until about midnight. Russell, I mean, when we party, we party for him. Well, I got to say, guys, uh, how did you come to pick the band? Because I, I, you know, I I published Rockstar Magazine from 2013 to 2018 or so. And before that, I was publishing publishing Weird Magazine for a few years there before that in in San Marcos and Wembley. So I'm familiar with this band, Golden Dawn Orchestra. They're very cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, it was kind of, we've, for years wanted to have an event and have them play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's just been a, like a dream of ours. And when we started to really size up um, this cup and think about uh, who could perform and what bands sort of inspire that sort of Texas awesomeness, wild, uh, you know, new adventurous space like uh, cannabis and hemp in Texas, uh, it was just a, a no brainer. And uh, Liz reached out and it was, it was, Pretty pretty much instantaneous. <laughs> yeah, I've um, I've seen them before um, in East Austin over there off of Weberville. What's that little venue over there? They used to play in there on Tuesdays a couple of years back there. But um, are, are, where are you guys based out of? Are y'all in San Marcos? Are y'all in Austin? Where are y'all um, located? Where, where where do you guys call home, uh, Liz Patrick? Yeah, we are right in Central Texas in uh, New Braunfels. Okay, so forty five minutes south of. Of Austin, yeah. Both Patrick and I went to high school here in New Braunfels, and about three years ago, we moved back um, to our hometown to try to inspire the cannabis community here in New Braunfels. Well, well, I (laughs) I lived in San Marcos and Wimberley a few years ago, and I guess from 2009 to 2013, I spent some time over there in in that area. Uh, and I love that area. And, uh, and, and Wimberley's got a, cool. Wimberley's just a really cool area. I know Ranch Road 12 right there where you guys are having this event. I'm really excited to, to come back out there and, 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 and see that area. Um, you guys have a, a bit of a history though. I, I was looking up the, the previous series that you guys, are, you guys are media guys, mm-hmm. uh, you're a media yeah. couple. Uh, so fellow mm-hmm. media, uh, uh, colleagues here with you guys. Um, but you were doing, uh, 27 episodes I read of Grow House. Where, where was the Grow House? Yeah. Where was that Grow House show before? Uh, that Grow House show was shot everywhere that uh, cannabis is legal. So we took our show on the road, Russell. Mm-hmm. We wanted to we wanted to learn about this the cannabis industry. Um, we, we didn't see light at the end of the tunnel here in Texas. And um, so what we did is went on on the road, spent a lot of time in California, Oregon, Colorado. Um, let's see where else. Oh. Colorado, Colorado. Um, we went to Pennsylvania 
for, for hemp. Cool. But yeah, we just went everywhere to learn because we weren't getting any information here in our state. Well, I saw, I saw Patrick, I saw a little bit of the clips on, on a, a site as I was looking up, kind of preparing for you guys today. And, and I learned a little more about the grow house shows and that was really cool. And I'm setting this up for, because, you know, the, I know that there's some, so there's some filming that may be going on this weekend too. And I, I kind of wanted to set that up too. Um, if you wanted to talk about that project. Sure. And just to, just to, just to kind of give context a little bit more to the, where the grow house show aired, we mm-hmm. were on high times TV and that's been mm-hmm. a really fun partnership of ours, yeah. uh, p- producing our show and, and, uh, and airing it there. But over this summer, we've actually been um, filming a docu-series um, called Big Texas Hemp, and we've been tracking six different farmers from seed to harvest. And uh, we're now in post-production on that, Essential, basically principal photography's wrapped. But we will be shooting this weekend because four of our farmers are entered into the competition. So fingers crossed for one of them because it'd be a really great end to our story. But we will have our camera team out there at the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup following um, some of our farmers around and really just getting footage of the uh, awesomeness and magnitude of the event. Well, that'll be really fun. I mean, especially you, do you guys plan on throwing some of the band and golden, um, the orchestra band uh, into this footage too. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you know it, you know it, you know it. It would be a shame not to. They're so photogenic, you know, if you, if, I know. Oh my God. They're, yeah. They're, it's like church, you know, they come dressed up. Just to give your your audience a bit of context here, Golden Dawn Orchestra, it's it's kind of like a, uh, I would say, Egyptian pagan wild church like revival show. You're gonna you're gonna come out feeling like you've gone to another dimension. It's pretty awesome and pretty funkadelic. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it it really is, and you guys are doing really cool stuff. I'm excited to see what big big Texas hemp uh, turns out uh, like in the coming uh, uh, months. Uh, where, when, and where do you plan on having that released uh, digitally or or available for for viewers? Yeah, so we we plan on putting it on Netflix, um, and ideally, it premieres in March. Oh, wow! So that's just not yeah. coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up. Don't don't remind us. <laughs> we got a lot of editing to do. Um, but yeah, it's coming up. And you know, the time is now. Really, the time we can't wait to put this content out there. Like because we're excited, but also um, this this content. While it will be highly entertaining, um, it will also be highly educational. We wish to. Um, educate the biggest audience possible on hemp. I mean, this, this incredible plant and what it can do, not only for the Texas economy, but for how Texas hemp will move our global economy. Um, and so that, that's really been, you know, the big time focus of, of what we've been up to. Well, the economics is a big thing for 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 this industry, and Texans just kind of got their feet wet a little bit. Liz, Patrick, you know, at, at going into this the late grow season uh, there with the, the summer grow, so really things are looking up um, uh, as a full season next uh, next year in twenty twenty one. Totally, it's gonna yeah. be magical. It really will be, but the, you know that's another reason why it's so exciting that we're doing the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup now. Um, it's going to be. It's judged by judged by the people, expert judges, and the Tricom Institute, um, so that these farmers will have a full um, a full testing panel, a full a real a real cannabis cup experience, so that they can get better next time. Um, because we know this is the first harvest. You know these guys 
um, and, and girl, we've got one, one female farmer, uh, who's entered as well. Um, you know, they've, they've worked so hard, but this is just their first, uh, at bat, you know, I just, every year it's just going to get better and better. And you, but you will not believe the quality of hemp that you, that you come across at the cup. Well, and we've gotten such great feedback from the Trichome Institute as well, um, which just gives so much validity to this cup. Uh, on a global scale because they're such an incredible institution doing amazing things to categorize and really truly understand how we um, how, how we understand this plant and how we uh, teach people and educate them in full well, on this plant. Well, stay right there, guys. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to hear from our friends at Taste of Texas Hemp and the Hemp Cup this weekend uh, there in San Marcos, Texas. This is the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be back on the other side of this break with our friends here from Grow House Media. It's the Texas Hemp Show. Folks, you know, I've gone through a lot of pains over the last 20 years. My knees, my shoulder, and, of course, that back of mine. Now, I've tried everything, massages, acupuncture, cryotherapy, and finally I found something that really works for me. GreenMountainFlower.com, that's the cure. I've been looking all over the place for something that's going to help me feel good, help me sleep good. Green Mountain Flower has the most powerful CBD oil available, and it's unique, and it really works for me and tons of other people. Now, you'll see all kinds of CBD oils in shops all around the place, you know, the convenience stores and gas stations and places like that but none like green mountain flower and green mountain flower has the most nodule cbd oil retailers right here in austin texas it's natural 100 absorption it's water-based and it absorbs into the body easier it's unique and 100 organic formula and it really has worked give a call today to 512-645-0510 talk to gene or elsie and ask about the great products that they have you'll find them on facebook and online at greenmountainflower.com It's going to be a little skinny The Taste of Texas Hemp Cup is happening on December 12th at La La Park in Wimberley, Texas. Doors open at noon and the event goes all day. This is a party to celebrate the Texas hemp farmer. There will be live music, vendors, art, food, and an award show to crown the top hemp cultivator in the Lone Star State. Tickets are limited and on sale now. Don't miss it. See y'all there. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. 
You've thought about growing your own tomatoes. You just need to be shown the light. BC Northern Lights, self-contained indoor growing units so you can grow your own tomatoes without cutting holes in your walls or risking a fire. BC Northern Lights takes out the guesswork by giving you the perfect growing environment. The bloom box and the producer come fully assembled, don't need an electrician, and pre-programmed timers do all the work for you. Start growing your own tomatoes today with the bloom box and the producer from BC Northern Lights. Available at Pacific Northwest Garden Supply. The Texas Hemp Reporter. News, trends, culture, health. Mail to over 1,000 licensed Texas hemp farmers and 100% free in over 500 locations in Austin, Texas. Subscribe today at TexasHempReporter.com. Now, back to the show with your host, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter, Russell Dowden. Welcome back to the Texas Hip Show. I'm Russell Dowden. Riding shotgun with me every week here on the Texas Hip Show is Jesse Williams of the Texas Cannabis Collective. Howdy. And uh, our guests are uh, it's a husband and wife duo, right? I mean, you guys are married? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, married, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Uh, how do you, you know, this has been a weird thing lately. I've been noticing that. The guests, the, the people in the hemp industry, it's funny. We have Coleman Hemphill. His last name is Hemp Hill. And, and yep. Liz, your, your last name is Grow. Yep. And, and then uh, <laughs> last week on the show, we had on the people from Riverside Hemp, and they're located in Hempstead, I Hempstead Texas. So I'm just yeah. like, man, the last few Hempstead. weeks, is, it's been funny that uh, you got, how do you guys end up with, how do you end up with a cool name like Grow and be in this space, Liz? Yeah, right. Well, I didn't think it was cool when I was growing up. Okay, we'll just establish that right now. I didn't always think it was cool. I thought it was just the weirdest last name. But um, yeah, you know, I love it. It definitely fits for this this industry. I I absolutely love it. Um, It's funny when I go to dispensaries and I give my uh, driver's license, they always comment, well, cool. (laughs) (laughs) So it works. It works out well. Yeah. And our show Grow House was really just kind of a, you know, a play on those words uh-huh. because it's your husband and wife team, you know, traveling and learning about cannabis and really trying to be messengers um, to our own community. You know, keep it in the Grow House. You've man. seen Full House. Now there's Grow House. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That'd be some shit. Patrick does a really good Michelle Tanner impersonation. So you got it, dude. <laughs> well, let's talk about a little bit about the judges that you guys have, and and just introduce. I mean, maybe some of the growers' names. Just kind of give us a preview of what we can expect this weekend with the event. Absolutely, absolutely. So we have all of our farmers who have competed in the cup will be at the. Uh, at the event, in the live in-person event. So that's something um, that's very, very exciting. So if you come to the event, you will be able to meet the growers who are competing um, for the illustrious title of uh, Best Hemp Flower in Texas. Now, the judging was done remotely. Judges' kits were sent out before Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, we have People's Choice judges, got over 100 People's Choice judges, um, and expert judges. Now, the distinction there was made um, made around, you know, those folks who work in the industry and those folks who have already judged cannabis cups. 
Um, because we, again, we want to take this seriously. You know, it's, it's exciting to get a package of, you know, 15 hemp samples in the mail, but you've got to know what to do with them uh, in order to make it, you know, in, to make it work. And so, um, so we had 25 expert judges from across the nation and even a judge in Jamaica um, testing this hemp. And um, some, you know, some of those judges include um, renowned grower, um, his name is Jesse Horton. He's out of Portland, Oregon. He has, is, uh, heads up a brand called The Loud Cannabis. Uh-huh. Um, and he's won many, many awards. We also have um, the 2019 winner of the Oregon Cannabis Cup Best Sativa. Uh, Michael wow. Dravecki will be a judge there. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, we have a Tricom Institute with uh, Max Montrose and Brandon Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tricom Institute did a whole a full panel. So they did the they did the cannabis cup testing that they would do as if they were in Oregon or California. So that's a very, very exciting piece of it. Um, the judging is um, something that we took very, very seriously. And we're going to have at judging Q&A next week with Max. So we'll make sure to let you know about that, Russell. Wow. Um, well, you guys yeah. really, that, that's impressive. It's the first annual Texas, uh, you know, Taste of Texas Hemp Cup. Somebody's going to win this thing. It's a big yes, deal. Yes, exactly. exactly. It's the first real cannabis cup in Texas. Yeah. Texas only cannabis at a Texas cup. I mean, granted, THC levels are under 0.3%, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> it's a start. <laughs> You know, what was really cool about reaching out to these, um, you know, people in the space is that they were all super, super excited because Texas is like one of the last dominoes to fall. And um, it's, you know, it, it was just for us putting the cup together and seeing them like, oh, my gosh, you guys are growing. Yes, please send it to me. Please consider me a judge uh, was huge. You know, another another um, judge that we got is Steve D'Angelo. Oh, that's cool. Um, Y'all got Steve. I wanted to get him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, he's, awesome. He's a dear friend of ours, and uh, and he was just so excited to um to to try Texas hemp, and and we were and we were excited to give it to him because yeah. he means so Super much to cool. this industry, not just you know Texas, but right. you know globally, he means so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were going to do an article on. He's got a he's got a really interesting nonprofit organization that that helps folks with cases and in, in legal legal stuff and legal troubles with marijuana. And I, I, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to be doing a story on, on, on him down the road, but Good. if I need to get him on the show, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to, to, to you on that Patrick for, if I can get him on, on the program, man, that's pretty cool guys. Yeah. Steve, so we are, um, so last prisoner project will have a presence at uh, the mm-hmm. taste of Texas hemp cup for sure. I'm um, really, really excited to support them. And when we have been since, since they were born, um, it's, it's an incredibly important organization, as you mentioned, Russell, you know, it's, it doesn't just because a state legalizes cannabis doesn't mean that the doors fly open and all of the cannabis prisoners who were arrested for possession get to go free. That's not the way it goes. And these organization actually they're the ones who are fighting to free cannabis prisoners even after these states have legalized and people are making millions and millions of dollars for doing the same thing that uh, men and women did um, and got punished for prior to uh, legalization. So it's a very important piece of what we do in our advocacy and we try to support less prisoner um, with everything we do. But at the event, you'll have the opportunity to write a letter to a cannabis prisoner um, and, and we'll send that to the prisoners um, after after the event's over so that they they 
they they're not forgotten over staying, the holidays and staying and staying you know? encouraging you know yeah. because times are changing and we're hoping that it changes sooner and we can get our brothers and sisters in jail out um but but here we are yeah here we are still still uh with several people in prison so you're going to be able to write a letter on hemp paper actually yeah on oh, hemp wow. paper so we're going to get the plant inside of prison let's insert the letter inside a texas hemp reporter and, and mail them one of those you got it. absolutely i think that's a great idea i think that's a great idea russell um, another exciting thing that's happening at the cup, I need to say, is that the trophy for the top hemp flower in Texas will be blown at the event. It's going to be a massive glass trophy um, created by a, a glassblower, a really very renowned glassblower named Johnny Two Mikes. Um, and his crew, they will be blowing that trophy at the event. So you'll be able to um, sit and watch and um, just just see how it's made, and then later that night, you'll see it hoisted over one of the farmer's heads. Well, we're really excited about this. I just went through my mind. I was like, I see some guy making some giant banger. <laughs> it's like the yeah. size, <laughs> something that's like the size of like the Heisman Trophy, but it's a banger. I got about three minutes left here, guys, before the next commercial break, and then we'll part and then bring on Heather Fazio finally. But uh, final thoughts, what what do people really need to tell about? Tell us about where it is in the park and how to get there and, and all the all the pertinent information as we close in the last three minutes. Great, definitely. So you'll want to go ahead and put uh, Middleton Brewing Company into your GPS mm-hmm. and head that way. Um, there will be a shuttle that will pick you up from the parking lot to take you to Lala Park. But before that shuttle picks you up, you're going to get a temperature check um, because we want to make sure everybody's safe. We want to do everything possible to mitigate the um, chances of okay. you know anyone getting sick. So that that's very important to mention. We are shuttling our attendees in. And I mean, it's just a one-minute shuttle ride uh, with the Hemp Tours folks, and they're awesome. If you haven't had them on your show yet, Russell, you're in for a treat. Um, so, so that will be happening. Doors open at noon and, um, yeah, bring a, bring a chair and bring a blanket and get ready for an incredible festival experience. And of course, don't forget your face mask. So the Middleton Brewery, I know where that is. That's, that's that big, it used to be like a gun shop or something on the right, right there. Isn't that right, Liz? Yeah. Okay, so I know where that is. That's cool. Everybody yeah. knows where that Middleton is. So, so you can yeah, go there. Exactly, and, exactly. So that's go cool. to Middleton and, and pick up the shuttle. But you can get your tickets on the Taste of Texas Taste of Texas Also, the new issue of the Texas Hemp Reporter will be out tomorrow and start making its way into the streets of Austin tomorrow afternoon and, and all day Friday. <laughs> so we'll be having that. And, and the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup is on the cover of the Texas Hemp Reporter. So yeah, that is so awesome. Up. We are yeah. excited about working uh, with you guys. We're looking forward to the booth and everything uh, this weekend. And definitely just- glad that working with that y'all are working with the last prisoner project and definitely that shout out to hemp tours daniel and leah laxton's they are two awesome people yet again another husband and wife couple <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah 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 hey so you guys i know i know we're about to head out say hey to heather for us and ask her about her judging because she is for judge for the cup she's a judge yeah she's a judge yes she is and the weather i looked up the weather report uh, like a high of 67, completely sunny the whole day, like showing no, no chance yes. of rain. Nice. <laughs> so long sleeve shirts, enjoyable weather. 
Well, this oh, is yeah. going to be so fun. And I didn't, I had no idea. We, we, we rescheduled Heather from another state to this state, but I had no idea that uh, she was the judge in the panel. So yeah, perfect. <laughs> we'll go to commercial guys. Love you guys. We'll see you Saturday. Love you, awesome. All right. Bye-bye. There they go. We'll be right back. It's the Texas Hemp Show. Folks, you know, I've gone through a lot of pains over the last 20 years. My knees, my shoulder, and, of course, that back of mine. Now, I've tried everything. Massages, acupuncture, cryotherapy, and finally I found something that really works for me. GreenMountainFlower.com, that's the cure. I've been looking all over the place for something that's going to help me feel good, help me sleep good. Green Mountain Flower has the most powerful CBD oil available. It's unique, and it really works for me and tons of other people. Now, you'll see all kinds of CBD oils in shops all around the place, you know, the convenience stores and gas stations and places like that but none like green mountain flower and green mountain flower has the most nodule cbd oil retailers right here in austin texas it's natural 100 absorption it's water-based and it absorbs into the body easier it's unique and 100 organic formula and it really has worked give a call today to 512-645-0510 talk to gene or elsie and ask about the great products that they have you'll find them on facebook and online at greenmountainflower.com Gonna be a little The Taste Texas Hemp Cup is happening on December 12th at La La Park in Wimberley, Texas. Doors open at noon and the event goes all day. This is a party to celebrate the Texas hemp farmer. There'll be live music, vendors, art, food, and an award show to crown the top hemp cultivator in the Lone Star State. Tickets are limited and on sale now. Don't miss it. See y'all there. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. You've thought about growing your own tomatoes. You just need to be shown the light. BC Northern Lights, self-contained indoor growing units so you can grow your own tomatoes without cutting holes in your walls or risking a fire. BC Northern Lights takes out the guesswork by giving you the perfect growing environment. The bloom box and the producer come fully assembled, don't need an electrician, and pre-programmed timers do all the work for you. Start growing your own tomatoes today with the bloom box and the producer from BC Northern Lights. Available at Pacific Northwest Garden Supply. The Texas Hemp Reporter. News, trends, culture, health. Mailed to over 1,000 licensed Texas hemp farmers. And 100% free in over 500 locations in Austin, Texas. Subscribe today at TexasHempReporter.com. Now, back to the show with your host, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter, Russell Dowden.
Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter, and joining me every week, as always, uh, is my co-host, Jesse Williams of the Texas Cannabis Collective. Calling in this half of the program is Heather Fazio. She has served as the Texas political director of the Marijuana Policy Project from 2014 to 2018. Now she's utilizing her passion in grassroots activism and coalition building as a director of the Texans for Responsible Marijuana Policy. And we welcome uh, Heather to the program. How are you doing, Heather? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Russell. Hey, Jesse. Good evening. Well, thanks for calling in. Those guys wanted to say hi. Uh, that was the funny transition right there. You were calling right when they were saying goodbye to us and told told us to tell you hello since you were uh, judging out there, I guess, at the uh, Tex- Taste of Texas Hemp Cup. Uh, you were one of the judges that got to to chime in on that. Yeah, well, I am so grateful for Liz and Patrick and their whole team, um, not only for putting together this great event, the Texas, the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup, um, but for their support of our work and advocacy and, and getting laws changed, helping to make sure that those of us who want to see laws changed know how they can take action. I've been joining them for the Lone Leaf Report on Tuesdays on Instagram at high noon, uh, making sure that folks know the latest and greatest on what's going on and how they can get active. Uh, so it's so grateful for Liz and Patrick. Hey guys. <laughs> well, they will certainly hear that when they get to hear the, hear this, the, the podcast back here, probably tomorrow. Are you going to be out there yourself uh, on Saturday? Sadly, I won't be able to be there in person because I'm out of state at the moment, but I am uh, looking forward to participating virtually and I've been tasting all these different hemp products, all these beautiful Texas grown hemp flower uh, products that have just been great to see up close. They are working with the Trichome Institute. So I got a whole package of tools, including a, a jeweler's magnifying glass. And so I'm able to see all the details of these beautiful Texas grown buds and uh, it's just it's so exciting to see happening after all these years of work well tell us about some of the work that you're doing with trmp i mean this is uh, you're on the road right now uh, is, is is this business uh, taking you outside of the state of texas with your work with texans for responsible marijuana policy uh, no, I'm out for family um, purposes. I've been visiting my grandmother out here in Nevada, enjoying the, the freedom that comes with being in a legal state, uh, that's <laughs> for sure. Uh, but I will be headed back to Texas uh, in time for the legislative session, which begins on January 12th. So we're just about a month away from lawmakers convening in Austin. And of course, we are dedicated to uh, bringing about better marijuana policies in Texas. You know, our penalties for even a small amount of marijuana are harsh, they're unreasonable, and thankfully we're seeing a growing consensus among Democrats and Republicans on decriminalization, medical access for patients, and increasingly legalization itself for responsible adult use. Well, we'll talk about some of the bills that are coming up with the ones that have been introduced. There seems to be more bipartisan as those bills are starting to come in. But before I let Jesse ask you a few questions, uh, bring back some goodies from uh, Nevada. <laughs> well, I won't do that because it's a felony. <laughs> I know. Um, Just, but I sure wish I could. <laughs> it'd be nice. Isn't it, isn't it, Heather, is it true that now, uh, Jesse, you could chime in on this, but uh, I think now with recent legislation in the last year or so, uh, hasn't it gotten where Oklahoma, Arkansas, New Mexico, and Louisiana are all our borders, you know, marijuana states now, Heather? 
the bo- man, every state surrounding Texas has legalized medical marijuana. I mean, it is God. just embarrassing. We are behind Arkansas, y'all. This is embarrassing. Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> that is not good. That's not good, Heather. Arkansas. What are we going to do to change no, we're, this we're thing? We're working on it. Yeah, you guys are. You guys are. Uh, uh, Jesse wrote a, a, an article about the re- recently this week uh, on don't wait for the perfect uh, marijuana bill. It's just not going to happen. But there are a lot of uh, uh, other – there's a lot of guys putting different from – you know, both Democrat and Republican representatives have put – uh, fourth bills. What, what's your what's your take on what you've seen on these bills so far, Heather? Yeah. Well, overall, I'll say how exciting it is that there's this much enthusiasm from both Democrats and Republicans in the Texas legislature. I mean, it was just a couple weeks ago that they started filing legislation, and we saw cannabis bills introduce one after another: Democrat, Republican, decriminalization, medical legalization, all back to back to back. And when we're facing a really busy legislative session with things like uh, the budget to deal with, the redistricting, sunset, of course, the health crisis that we're dealing with, uh, we're going to have to make sure that these issues are a priority. And we're already seeing lawmakers prioritizing them, introducing them right off the bat. Uh, So it's going to be an exciting legislative session. It's going to be a tough one. I want to be honest with everyone. We are going to have to put in some serious work in building relationships, ensuring that lawmakers understand the issue well enough to really make it a priority and feel good going back to their district about the, the choices that they made when they had the opportunity to vote on these bills. And one of the first questions I had really written up was going off of this was that it's you mentioned in a Zoom conference recently with Jax Finkel that this is being more taken seriously at the Capitol. I was going to ask you, do you think there's possibly any more outside influence beyond just our basic advocacy groups that we see, such as Texas Normal, Texans for Responsible Marijuana Policy, that may be helping to drive that importance? Yeah. Well, we have seen, in addition to you know the advocacy groups that have been doing this work for years, we've seen more lobby groups coming in more companies hiring lobbyists and and working at the Capitol, and that's definitely uh, helpful. Oftentimes, these lobbyists have relationships with lawmakers. They have access that we may not have. Uh, So I'm grateful to see our scope of influence as far as the movement goes uh, continuing to grow. I'll say that one of the biggest factors, though, in our growing momentum here in the state um, can come from outside the state, and that is the movement that Congress is making, just passing the Moore Act, which removes cannabis from the Controlled Substances Act. Uh, we just saw five more states, including a couple conservative states, legalizing cannabis. Um, all of this helps to drive the narrative and the, the fact that this is something that we, the American people want, Texans want, and we're able to move forward with it in a way that works. And we can do what's right for Texas by learning from the mistakes of others and, of course, moving forward with policy changes. Well, Heather, you know, you would think, and I, I bring this up once in a while, but it seems like Texas, as a wealthy state of agriculture and oil and energy, you would think that they wouldn't fall behind on something like marijuana. Is it, is it because of the, the, the criminalization part of that next to our border with Mexico that has, has kept Texas from, from being proactive on marijuana over the years? Because I think the economics of it, Heather, I thought I think that that Texas is a wealthy state and you would think that from a business side of things that they might move at least towards medicinal marijuana here very soon. 
Yeah, you know, I, I think that you're right on that, is that the economic drivers uh, really are helping to move this conversation along. And because of, you know, this public health crisis that we're facing and the subsequent actions that have been taking, the, the budget shortfall is estimated by our comptroller to be $4 billion. And it's estimated that legalizing marijuana in Texas could bring in as much as $1.1 billion in tax revenue. Um, that's a significant contribution to that, that shortfall and filling that gap. Um, so even the most conservative lawmakers in Texas are having to take this seriously um, now more than ever. And, you know, I think that one of the biggest driving factors has been uh, culture war. Uh, we know that social conservatives have been opposed to uh, marijuana for a very long time. Those old ideas that were formed by propaganda, by fear, by misinformation from our own government have really had a strong hold on people. But now, like never before, people have access to information. They can look at the facts for themselves and make their own decision about what they think is right. And that's exactly why we're seeing movement on this issue when we hadn't in years before. Yeah, the, the Harry Anslinger days of coming gone and the generations that are left, you know, nobody remembers or knows about those reform. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's so far back there that I think the culture is ripe and ready for change. Well, that's exactly right. We know that millions of Texans want to see these laws change. You know, it's estimated about 85, 86 percent, according to some of the recent polls, want to see at minimum medical access for patients on par with the other states around the country, decriminalization. And we now see a majority of Texans want to see marijuana prohibition repealed entirely. Well, we, we mentioned we we're talking about how there's businesses that are I guess groups, outside groups that are helping lean in on this with us. And you mentioned as well in a, a recent conference that Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick is an obstacle. We, we learned this easily last session. And it's time for people to start reaching out and trying to make more of a lean, you could say. But as I want to ask, is there anything the average citizen can do possibly, and I say in a tactful manner, because that's very important with this, to convince larger private organizations to get on board with legalization. So that way they also start pushing at the higher offices. And I think I've, I say I've mentioned something towards of this towards you in the past about having a company like HEB pushing for this because HEB is just so massive. And Texas yeah. love HEB. Well, <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> um, except for North Texas for some reason. They don't seem to have a lot of HEBs up there. They hadn't got the message. <laughs> but, you know, to your point um, about, uh, you know, other organizations getting involved, companies like that, it would be tremendous to have companies like HEB coming in and talking about this issue. Um, and, you know, this may be something that's not so unrealistic. Um, but I would say that, you know, we all have to kind of tap into our own resources, our own network. Who do we know? Uh, what kind of conversation might we be able to have? Uh, we have the holidays coming up. Now, of course, I guess it's a little different this year than it has been in the past. Not as many holiday parties to mingle with people that you know. Know. Um, but if you have the when you have the opportunity and you know someone who's well connected, reach out and, and talk about the issue. You may be surprised what you find in them being supportive. Um, and you know, it just again comes down to tapping into your network and who you know and what our strategy is for this for the Senate and making sure that Dan Patrick is understanding that this is something that needs to be talked about in a meaningful way this session and needs to get done. 
is really from the bottom up. Each of us has a, a state senator. Uh, there are one. There are 31 senators throughout the state. Each of us have one, and we can contact those senators, make sure that they understand this issue, and ask them to reach out to the lieutenant governor and ask him to make it a priority. Uh, you know, our movement is very much one powered by people. So let's demonstrate our grassroots you know, uh, power that we have in talking to lawmakers, talking to people in our community, those that we know, and uh, really digging deep to make sure that this issue is talked about in, in, a, in a professional way. That's another thing is we have to make sure that people look at this seriously and as a real prospect for Texas. I left a message with Jesse kind of put some pressure on me last week, and I left a message for uh, John Cornyn's office in D.C. to uh, let him know, hey, the more acts coming up, we, we're going to see – we want your support on this. Uh, this is Russell from the, the Texas Hemp Reporter. We would like you to support that. And then here's my number if you have any questions and would like to reach out to us. So hopefully he gets that message. I think that that's exactly what we all need to be doing. We can, you know, reach out to them occasionally, uh, periodically, even now that, you know, it's all real, it's all happening, and it's headed over to the Senate. Um, but let's make sure that we are um, clearly differ differentiating between the state Senate and the federal Senate. And this is, you know, politics is confusing. And so you mentioned John Cornyn. He and Ted Cruz are the federal senators for Texas. And your message to him was exactly right. The more act just pass the House. We support it, and we want you to support it when it, when it gets to the Senate. Um, when we talk about the state Senate, um, those are that's a different layer of government because we know there's lots of layers of government all over this, um, but that's another layer, and those are the folks that are going to be able to talk to Dan Patrick about prioritizing that during the upcoming Texas legislative session. Um, speaking of state senators, mine is Donna Campbell, and we, I was actually talking to you earlier today over the phone about this, about how we, when Donna Campbell had her bill last session, it's like, yes, we were excited to see that. We were glad that someone in her position and who had taken the stance that she had taken before had posed, proposed a bill such as hers, but compared to other bills that were sitting out at the time, we were kind of like, oh, eh, no, nah, don't know much about wanting to promote that. But we look back in hindsight and go, wow, that was, um, that had been a monumental step compared to what we have now and want to ask how can advocates be prepared to pivot when necessary to support a bill accepted by the gatekeepers as i'd say we have in our legislature because that's how our legislature works we we don't have ballot initiative and we get to vote and choose who we want and from there it's they write it and we push for it mm -hmm. Well, you know, this is the, the value in, in being involved kind of year-round in politics is that you can be, uh, you know, participating in the off-season, which is really when bills are being drafted, when ideas are being formed. Um, so, and this is going to be constantly evolving. So don't feel like you missed out this time around. Um, look at it as you jump in when you can, and you, you've got to kind of stay involved in that. And as you get involved more in the legislative process and see how it works and how things unfold, you realize, you know, the word that you use was pivot, and that's exactly um, just such a, a great word to use for this because we have to be agile. We have to be able to pivot and look at what bills are getting traction and help to make them the best that they can be. Um, you know, with Donna Campbell's bill, Senator Campbell's bill last session, we definitely saw better bills that were introduced, um, and that's, that bill, unfortunately, never even got a hearing. So we didn't even have a chance to really push for it because it never was up for a hearing in the, the 
the Health and Human Services Committee in the Senate. Instead, we focused where there was momentum in the House and got two bills passed the House, actually. One is the one that ultimately passed that was minimal expansion of the Compassionate Use Program. But we also saw for the first time a comprehensive medical marijuana bill passed out of the Texas House. Of course, that was in addition to hemp being legalized, as well as decriminalization passing out of the House. Uh, so we have to remain agile, stay involved with the advocacy organizations that are sending out action alerts. Of course, Jesse works with the uh, Texas Cannabis Collective. He and Austin do a great job of making sure folks are well-informed and are able to take action when uh, the time is right. And one of the things that we're doing to help prepare for the legislature legislative session to make sure that we're uh, as ready as we can be are helping folks to get their testimonials together now in advance of the session so that when a hearing is called, you already have your testimony ready to share your story about how you or a loved one could benefit from medical cannabis, the side effects that you've experienced with pharmaceutical drugs, and your need for an alternative. Um, the likewise, if someone's been arrested and they have a personal story to share on that, how a criminal record has impacted their lives. These personal stories go so far with our advocacy efforts, and we want to make sure that lawmakers are hearing from us early and they're hearing from us often. Heather, as of November of 2019, 91% of Americans support medicinal marijuana and 59% support recreational use. The culture is ready for this, and it's time that lawmakers pay attention to that fact. Here, here. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> well, you have a conference coming up also this very weekend. Is that uh, is that the is she that, that that was originally the marijuana policy conference? Oh, is that not taking place now? So, well, it took place. I said, tell us tell us about what happened. Uh, well, hey, let me tell you, it's on. It's available on demand. Well, tell us about that. <laughs> How did that conference go for you? Yeah, so this was the third annual Texas Marijuana Policy Conference. Uh, of course, we hosted it online this year because 2020 was uh, the year of virtual conferences. Yeah. And uh, we were able to put together an, a really great lineup, if I do say so myself, of incredible advocates um, from academics to lawmakers, industry experts, attorneys, advocates in, in veterans and patients, caregivers, all coming together to talk about all the different things there are to talk about when it comes to cannabis, patients' rights, talking about legalization, the economic impact of that, the collateral consequences of continued criminalization, uh, families that have been forced out of Texas in order to access this medicine. And we brought together that that tremendous lineup. It was a two-day conference. Everything's available, though, online now, uh, on demand with the archive. And the website is TexasMarijuanaPolicyConference.org or TMPC20.org, and you can access that content still. We do have one thing coming up this weekend. It's actually happening at the same time as the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup, and they're going to be turning it up onto the loudspeakers because we're hosting a statewide conference call. Uh, this is for activists and advocates across the state that want to jump in and get involved in, in advance of the legislative session, which starts next month. Uh, we're going to be giving kind of the lay of the land, some of the bills that have been introduced, our objectives for marijuana law reform, COVID restrictions for the Capitol, so the latest on how to participate in the legislative session in spite of COVID restrictions, and how we're going to overcome some of the challenges, such as what we talked about today, really making a grasp roots 
effort in the Senate to ensure that not only our senators, but also the lieutenant governor understand that this issue is important. It's worthy of meaningful conversation and of a vote in the Senate. Well, we're, we've got to wrap things up here. Well, I want you to fire off your website and tell folks if there's an email or even a, a website, anything that you want to uh, or uh, that you'd like to fire off there. I wanted to ask if you tell our listeners about how to get in touch with with Heather and, and Texans for responsible marijuana policy. Yeah, well, thank you again so much for having me, Russell and Jesse, for your work. Our website is texasmarijuanapolicy.org. You can sign up for email updates and action alerts. Follow us on social media as well. And you can find the content for our Texas Marijuana Policy Conference on tmpc20.org. Uh, looking forward to working with you all this coming session and getting these laws finally across the finish line. All righty. Thank you for that, Heather. I, I appreciate you joining us and making it with us today and enjoy your time with your family in Nevada. And we'll see you in session, Heather. Thanks so much for everything you do. Thanks, y'all. All right. There she goes. Heather Fazio, director of the Texans for Responsible Marijuana Policy. And uh, remind listeners to check out tmpc20.org and check out the work that uh, that group is looking to do. So we'll be back on the other side of this break. It's the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be right back after this on the other side. Folks, you know, I've gone through a lot of pains over the last 20 years, my knees, my shoulder, and, of course, that back of mine. Now, I've tried everything, massages, acupuncture, cryotherapy, and finally I found something that really works for me. GreenMountainFlower.com, that's the cure. I've been looking all over the place for something that's going to help me feel good, help me sleep good. Green Mountain Flower has the most powerful CBD oil available, and it's unique, and it really works for me and tons of other people. Now, you'll see all kinds of CBD oils in shops all around the place, you know, the convenience stores and gas stations and places like that, but none like Green Mountain Flower. And Green Mountain Flower has the most nodule CBD oil retailers right here in Austin, Texas. It's natural, 100% absorption. It's water-based. And it absorbs into the body easier. It's unique and 100% organic formula. And it really has worked. Give a call today to 512-645-0510. Talk to Gene or Elsie and ask about the great products that they have. You'll find them on Facebook and online at GreenMountainFlower.com. Gonna be a little The Taste Texas Hemp Cup is happening on December 12th at La La Park in Wimberley, Texas. Doors open at noon and the event goes all day. This is a party to celebrate the Texas hemp farmer. There'll be live music, vendors, art, food, and an award show to crown the top hemp cultivator in the Lone Star State. Tickets are limited and on sale now. Don't miss it. See y'all there. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimum minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. 
You've thought about growing your own tomatoes. You just need to be shown the light. BC Northern Lights, self-contained indoor growing units so you can grow your own tomatoes without cutting holes in your walls or risking a fire. BC Northern Lights takes out the guesswork by giving you the perfect growing environment. The bloom box and the producer come fully assembled, don't need an electrician, and pre-programmed timers do all the work for you. Start growing your own tomatoes today with the bloom box and the producer from BC Northern Lights. Available at Pacific Northwest Garden Supply. The Texas Hemp Reporter. News, trends, culture, health. Mailed to over 1,000 licensed Texas hemp farmers. And 100% free in over 500 locations in Austin, Texas. Subscribe today at TexasHempReporter.com. Now, back to the show with your host, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter, Russell Dowden. Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. Russell Dowden, the publisher and editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter, and Jesse Williams of the Texas Cannabis Collective, always riding shotgun with me here on the show. Thank you, Jesse. A.K.A. the Lackey. The Lackey in person. No, hey, uh, Heather was great, man. Great stuff from her. Look forward to seeing her in session, causing some damage down there. Impressive. Most impressive. (laughs) Well, good show today. I want to thank our guest earlier in the program our friends over there with grow house media liz grow and patrick pope grow house media in the taste of texas hemp cup coming this weekend in san marcus and then kind of in between san marcus and wimberley but right there in the central texas hill country great event uh, check that out big texas hemp is the documentary for netflix big next, texas hemp coming out next spring so uh uh, that's going to be fun, man. Things are turning up for, for for all things hemp in in the Lone Star State. We're excited about it. I've got to stop making these random voices. Somebody's going to slap me silly one day. I just have to say that. Well, it might be me. You're going to get a shoe across the head one day. No, about Arkansas. <laughs> no, that's true. But hey, it's true, man. We love our fans and friends in Arkansas as much as anybody else. But man, Texas, get with the program. I yes. mean, you know, the, our neighbors are already got medicinal marijuana. I think New Mexico has gone back and forth. They had recreational at one point, I believe, and then it's it may have teetered back uh, to more medicinal. They, they've had a thing where their medicinal program had a reciprocity, where they were te- technically they were allowing out of state people, and it was it was kind of weird how it was happening. And now they're trying. It's called theirs. is called the Aaron. Aaron and Lynn, I believe, yeah, Compassionate Use Act. Yeah, it's fluctuated over there because uh, I had friends that lived on the El Paso side and we'd go over there. But basically people here were going to California through a site called NugMD, getting a doctor to do a telehealth conference with them, give them a, a cannabis recommendation card, and then they would take said card across from, like, say, El Paso – and go over to somewhere in New Mexico, go to a dispensary, Cruces, yeah. and, and be like, yeah, I've got my card here. I'm a medical cannabis patient. And the dispensary pretty much is like, okay, you've got a legit card. It's, our law says from out of state. 
And all of a sudden, everybody got involved with courts and legal system, and their legislatures going. They're going, oh no, 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 no. We we're going to take that back, despite they pretty much explicitly wrote it yeah, in. They wrote that that it was like 2012 when that they allowed all of that, and it's changed over the last you know six or eight years that uh, that I recall. I, I just know that they did have a, a positive thing going, and maybe it was under that Governor uh, Gary. Um, Something or other, maybe. I forget. Gary Johnson? Yeah, maybe it was Gary Johnson that got that passed. Former right? candidate for U.S. president? Yeah, he, he was part of what the, 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 the positives that was going on in New Mexico. The Texas Hemp Reporter magazine will be out tomorrow in central Texas. Uh, they will be mailed to the growers in Texas, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and parts of Arkansas a little bit. We didn't get our list done in time for the printer for the Arkansas as well, but uh, look for those in the mail in the coming weeks, and then you'll be able to, if you're from the Austin area or Central Texas, you'll be able to pick those up at any of the smoke shops. or Still 2,500-plus farmers. That's yeah. a hefty number, and over 300 shops in Austin. Yeah, yeah, a lot of shops are going to be getting them this time. We're looking to try to try to get that up around the 300 mark with the local shops, so very excited about that. And then our, our weekend is busy with the Taste of Texas hemp, so we're looking forward to for, for, forward to that. and uh, We've got a nice little photo booth thing we're going to set up for everybody so you can come out and get a nice, awesome picture. Yeah, one of those step and repeat things where you put it in front like the... Like you see at, at movie premieres. Yeah, we made one of those and we were putting it together here today, you and I. So, uh, we'll, Oh, a reminder for everybody, it's an outdoor event. Yeah, and the weather's great, 67 degrees supposedly, and uh, as a high, so that's, that's pretty good. I'm just thrilled it's an outdoor event. Because apparently that's the big COVID thing yeah. is when you're indoors and we it's an aerosol. Had, and but we haven't had very many events at all this year with everything. So it's good to have a, an outdoor one uh, that we can all be a part of. Stay tuned next week on the show. We will see who won and announce who won the Taste of Texas Hemp. And next week joining us on the program is a local grower from Texas, uh, Adrian Garcia. Garcia Brothers Organics also submitted flour with with Liz and Patrick. So they are going to be in the event this weekend. We'll get to meet and hang out with Adrian and those guys. But Adrian will be joining us on the program next week. Who knows? Maybe he'll win the thing. That, that might be fun if he ends up winning it. So he'll be on the show next week uh, with uh, Garcia Brothers Organics. And enjoy the uh, enjoy the weekend. Also, the Texas CBD Expo is going on in Houston. The CBD Expo South, Friday and Saturday. That's right. And we have friends. We have a booth there. Although you and I will be at the one here in Central Texas, but Avery and uh, Tayana are going to be attending that. So we're, we're going to be covering covering the state from different areas uh, at the Texas Hemp Reporter this weekend. So we'll see you guys next week and uh, enjoy the Hemp Cup this weekend, guys. It's the Texas Hemp Show. Oh, child. You know, you're crazy.